We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, you sweet souls. I'm so honored to be connecting with you here today on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. So how is your relationship with life? If life is like a dance, are you doing a slow waltz or celebrating at the disco? Or do you feel like life is stepping all over your toes and tripping you up? Or are you just sitting on the sidelines feeling yucky and super stuck? If you're not having a great time, and if you'd like to smooth things out and shift things in a more positive direction, my expert today wrote a book for you called Shifting Gears. You know, I don't think we can be happier fulfilled if we're playing smaller than we truly are, if we're not dancing the dance we're meant to, and if we're not living our purpose and up to our greatest potential. So if you're ready for a change, but not sure what that might look like, and if you'd like to take things in your life to the next level, but not quite sure how to do it, today's show is for you. We're here with author and leadership expert, Ryan O'Reilly. Our intention is to provide you with empowering information and action steps that can move you along your journey, help you find your authentic shape, hear your own drumbeat, and reach a destination of greater happiness, fulfillment, and success in all areas of your life. We're here with keynote speaker, workshop facilitator, executive coach, and author of Shifting Gears, Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan helps individuals, business leaders, and entrepreneurs break through barriers, build high-performing teams, and realize their true potential. Ryan worked for 15 years as a sales leader for three Fortune 100 tech companies in California, Australia, UK, and Ireland. Taking his experience and life lessons from his successful career and sports, Ryan now follows his true passion, empowering others to shift gears, move forward, and reach their dreams. So Ryan, thank you for saying yes to doing a second show with me here on Empower Radio. It's absolutely my pleasure. Thanks, Tammy. So the title of your book, Shifting Gears, How to Harness Your Drive to Reach Your Potential and Accelerate Success. So last week we talked about transcending fear and establishing a more trusting relationship with ourselves. And this week I'm super excited to go into some other things that I think are really important which is um, accessing our drive and uh, really stepping up in success and fulfillment. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. You're very welcome. Yeah, it's great to, uh, it's great to be on. Thanks very much for having me. Absolutely. So um, I want to talk about, just right out of the gate, you, you start your book with the quality of drive or being driven. What does this mean from your perspective? Um, it's funny, you know, it's, um, I suppose, drive, first of all, it's very individual, it's very personal. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I think it really depends on the person, on where they are in life and, and, and whatever else. But it isn't hereditary, right? So drive isn't hereditary. It's, it's basically looking at your circumstances and going, okay, could I be better? Or could I get more out of my circumstances? Or could I, could I reach for something different in life? Um, and having the courage to do that. And I think that's what a, a general definition of drive is. My own drive, um, so how do I explain it? Um, I explain it just for that, uh, you know, I, I read uh, J. Alfred Prufrock a long time ago in school, and I remember, you know, 
um, reading the lines um, to have lived my life measured by coffee spoons um, and it was basically talking about the, the character and the poems um, you know ability throughout his life just to have a boring life um, and I, I, like, I remember saying to myself when I was a teenager I, whatever I do I'm not going to have a life measured by coffee spoons you know I think Robin Sharma says you know don't live the same year 75 times in a row you know um, you know so like I didn't want that so I just became driven towards achievement I suppose and a striver um, you know striving can be positive and it can also it can also be negative because we don't stop and uh, and smell the roses but you know we're always kind of moving forward but for me drive is about actual achievement and fulfillment and driving towards becoming the man that can be more importantly than anything else um and also the father i can be and you know um you know and becoming becoming you know better than what i am today i suppose that's that's what drive is for me mm, i like that and you're right you know i can definitely see just in, in my family people all have a different i think um, a set of, of ambition or drive for themselves. And it, 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 we're all very, very different with that. Um, and I think that's somehow related to our potential, you know, um, and, and how do we access our potential? Because for me, when I wasn't living my drive and my potential, I was not fulfilled. As soon as I started overcoming my fear and trusting myself and what my inner... Um, gut or wisdom was telling me to do and started doing it that's when I started feeling the wind in my sails that's when I started feeling like ah I'm on the right track and wow does life feel different from this perspective and it's a totally different feeling isn't it because once you have that you know fear on your side and once you have that trust in yourself um, all of a sudden opportunity starts to open up. It's funny how that happens. And, you know, when, once you get to that place, you're now stepping into your potential. I think that's the psychological term for it. It's, it you know, you're now becoming a potentialist where you're starting to believe that you can get stuff done in your life that you mightn't have thought for was possible before, but now you're stepping into it. And that's a really exciting place to be. You know, that's that's where most people get a buzz from, you know, from that that part of life where you're doing new things or striving towards um, new achievements or new directions and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of adrenaline to be got from that but there's also a lot of uh, fulfillment to be got from it as well if you're able to enjoy it as you as it happens to you so so true instead of feeling super stuck and depressed I now feel like this just sense of joy like I'm I'm a spiritual explorer and I get to new do new fun creative things every day and and build things and teach classes and it's it is it's a whole different world now um so ryan i'd like to know from your perspective do you believe everyone has potential oh 100 like i i have absolutely no doubt about it and um like i'm a potentialist at heart so what that means is um and this is my definition but now i'm sure people will correct me on this but um like when i meet people i i first of all i 100 believe that whatever they want in life is achievable. Now, if 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 I said to you, listen, Tammy, I want to be in the next Olympics in Tokyo as a 100-meter hurdler, I have to be a little bit realistic about my physical potential, and, and that's not going to happen, right? <laughs> um, I'm probably a bit too tall for the hurdles, but, um, you know, it's not going to happen physically. Um, but mentally, um, you know, if I said to myself, right, I want to be a performance coach at the next Olympics, I could do that. 
you know, because I know I'm a coach already. I coach sports teams and, you know, I just have to get involved in an Olympic program. But I know I could do that. And so mentally, you know, I believe everyone can stretch themselves a little bit more, no matter what your situation is. Um, and mentally, you know, your potential is absolutely unlimited because you define it. So, you know, nobody can tell you what the bounds of your potential are. Um, and there's plenty of examples out there in the world where people have just broke through where, you know, what other people thought their potential was. Um, and, and that's how it happened for me. When I was really young, I just lacked a lot of confidence. I was a big, tall, gangly teenager. And, um, you know, I, I had no external confidence. And, and I bet there was lots of people that said, this guy won't amount to much, but that kind of built up a, a bit of a, a resistance in me and to say, no, no, watch this. I can do it, right? And, I, and I'm going to do it good, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to do it my terms as well. So, you know, potential is all about the individual again, and it's all about how driven that individual is to, to step into it. So is it like driving it? Uh, we all have our own, I guess, barometer for it. Is, something, is potential something that we can increase? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think so. So, you know, um, like if I can use the example of, you know, a surgeon, right? If you look at a surgeon now, you go, oh, that's someone who's really skilled at what they do. You know, uh, very highly educated and very well paid, obviously. Um, But they've spent seven or eight years, maybe even 10 years um, learning that and spending 20 hours a day doing it. And, you know, for seven days a week for a long time, probably probably most of their 20s. But now you look at them and you go, geez, they're a surgeon. I could never be a surgeon. But is that true? Of course you could, right? So, you know, but first, you know, it's going to be a long road. So once you know it's going to be a long road, you know, your potential as a surgeon, you know, it's it's not going to be the first thing that's going to happen. The first thing that's going to happen is you're going to have to apply to med school and then you're going to have to get your exams and you're going to have to get in and then you're going to have to, you know, learn stuff and, and it's going to be tough. Um, but if you think you're going to be a surgeon in 10 years' time, then there's nothing stopping you. Um, you know, and I, I think um, the Canadian astronaut, um, God, what's that guy's name? Chris Hadfield. Um, like when he was six or seven, he declared he was going to be an astronaut, and he didn't. Um, he didn't um, just look at the end point as being the the potential bit. He looked at the journey. So every day when he was going to school, he would say, "Right, would an astronaut run to school or get the bus?" So he ran. Like when he was six or seven, he ran because that's what an astronaut would do. And when he was eating breakfast, he wouldn't eat Cheerios. He'd ask himself, what would an astronaut do? An astronaut would eat eggs or, you know, and that's how he started to live his life. And he lived his life like that to the point when he was in his mid-30s, he became, or, you know, early 40s, he became an astronaut. But he said by the time he reached that, he was already, you know, in NASA. He was already in the space program. He was already doing what he loved. So the, the astronaut part was just the cherry or the icing on the cake. So everyone does have potential and everyone can maximise that. They just got to believe that the road that they want is the one that they want. That's the most important part. And then, you know, don't give up anything for that. You know, you got to go chase it. Yes, I love that. And and I think this is your quote. I love this so much. Potential is the difference between where you are now and where you could be after removing your self-imposed limits. Yeah, it's, it's mad, isn't it? So, you know, like... It, it, I don't know if you, if you can picture an invisible harness in everybody in the world, and I think that's what most people have, you know. And um, the only person that like, and our hand is behind our backs holding this harness, so it's actually holding ourselves back. And that's what self-limiting beliefs are, you know, where we're where we don't think we're worthy enough, or we don't we don't think we should um, be, you know, be able to get to this school or do this career or become a surgeon, or we don't think that you know we're um, we're right for it, or we don't think that we're intelligent enough for it. And we do this all the time to ourselves all the way through life. 
Um, and, you know, there's plenty of stories out there of people who were very talented at a young age but just gave up because they just didn't believe they could get any better. Um, and then there's plenty of other stories that people who started off really mediocre in, in various fields and became really excellent because of their dedication to mastery and because of, you know, the fact that they just kept going. Um, and I think sometimes that's the huge difference is just the self-belief in yourself versus the the, the limiting self-beliefs we have. I think you're so right. And and something I like about your book, again, is how you uh, really make people think. You give them exercises. You break it down. So you talk about some different things that we can do to really start to live into our potential. And you talk about goal setting. And something I really liked that you shared that I've been contemplating myself is write down seven life goals that you have for yourself. That's really expanding my sense of who I am and what I want to be doing. It's not something I've really considered before. So I'm like, wow, this is this is a very cool exercise. Yeah, so seven seven is a funny old number because everyone can do three, right? Most people can do three. So three is you know, a new car, <laughs> new house, and a vacation in Hawaii, right? So most of us can do three, okay? Um, you know, our family, kids, a new job, right? Most of us, three is easy. But it's when you get to the fourth and fifth, it now starts to get a little bit hard. And it moves away probably from what most people would start with materialistic stuff, you know, like a new house or a new car. And it moves away from that a little bit and it gets a little bit deeper. Um, and I've seen people like really stall at five and, and stop and look up at me and go, Ryan, I can't do any more than five. And I'm just go, yeah, we'll keep going. I want seven. So, you know, like, what do you really want from your life? And, you know, the seven things will give it to you. And you can go to 35 if you want, but 35, <laughs> the other the other 23 are irrelevant because if you can do the seven really well, then you've done really well, you know? So yes. and seven is a tough number for that reason, I think. I like it. it. It did. It expanded my thinking a little bit because, yeah, three or four that simple. Let's 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 bump it up a little bit. Let's go to the next yeah, level. You can take it hard, yeah. Let's exactly. bump it up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so something else I really like that you wrote is be kind to yourself. I think that's so important. I think it's something that's really underestimated. What I got years ago was like, why is the world so harsh to me? Well, because I was harsh to myself. What would I prefer instead? I'd like the world to be kind to me. So I had to be kind to myself. And it really has shifted things all around me. So I like that that's something you address and you talk about. I think it's, um, you know, in Ireland at the moment, there's a, a massive um, conversation going on socially in media and, you know, with various commentators, etc., around mental health and particularly around mental health for males from the ages of 22 to the ages of 40, 45. Um, and it's a big problem because um, mental health is important and it's an important topic to talk about, but it starts with self-care. Um, you know, um, you know, no matter how many books you read or how many football games you go to with your mates, it starts with looking after yourself. Um, and it's the same for anyone, right? So it's it's the inner critic in yourself, like uh, Tim Galloway, you know, the, the inner game of work, the inner game of tennis, the inner game of golf. That series, it's a fantastic series because it talks about that person that's in your head that just goes, no, you can't do it. Um, mm -hmm. and just berates everything you do. Um, and sometimes that's our biggest enemy. It's just that inner critic. And self-care starts with, and being kind to yourself, you know, starts with just saying to yourself, looking in the mirror in the morning, just going, do you know what? You're doing great. And, you know, take that as a compliment from me to you in the mirror every morning. Um, and it starts with just simple things like that, just to give yourself some slack. 
Um, and I'm my own biggest cr- critic. I don't need anyone telling me that I'm bad at anything. I already know. So, you know, I, I need to give myself a break sometimes and I just need to be kind to myself. So mm-hmm. I like music. So I listen to music. I, I like reading. So I read. Um, I like writing. So I write. Um, I like I like running and cycling. So I run and cycle. Um, but I look at it in, in terms of looking after myself. So I'm strong to look after someone else. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm strong. So I notice when someone else is weak or vulnerable. So I'm strong, so I can help other people. And then when I'm weak and vulnerable, I know that there's people out there that I can rely on as well. Yes, that's so true. Um, and it was interesting because, you know, your book, I, I thought it was for entrepreneurs and leaders, but it's also, I think, a great book for anybody that wants to just go to the next level in their life. And you teach a lot of the same things I do. I teach about um, prosperity principles. And, and one of the things you write about, I've talked about, accept compliments be really present and accept kindness from others don't just shrug them off don't deny don't reject look the person in the eye smile and say thank you and mean it i guarantee you this is what you say i guarantee if you make this change (laughs) you'll see an instant reaction in relationships you have confidence attracts confidence i think it really it, it can affect every aspect of our life from relationships to prosperity to just fulfillment in general i think it is and like the irish um you know and i'm, a, and I'm an irishman so i can say this but the irish <laughs> we're, we're the worst in the world for taking compliments you know and it, like it's a running joke in the country like you know when you say oh my god you've done brilliantly at that and you turn around and say ah no wasn't that great deal you know Gosh, and um, and and this is this is just our culture you know but but you have to actually just stop every now and again and go, you know what? Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And that's going to drive connection and it's going to deeper that connection. And if someone's taking the time to make a really heartfelt compliment to you, take the time to, to don't dismiss it and take the time yes. to savor it a little bit. Um, and, you know, that in itself will help you get more confident in yourself and it will also help you self-care because you're now hearing a, you're, you're getting external validation that's nice not that you need external validation but you're getting positive reinforcement about your behaviours or your attitudes or doing something right so listen to mm-hmm. it and hear it um, you know there's nothing wrong with it and I, and I feel you know fulfillment comes for me from giving generously and receiving graciously for being kind to others and receiving kindness from others and as I've started to relax into that and start live that gosh my life feels like so much more fulfilling, so much more fun. It, it's amazing, isn't it? So, um, like, if, if when I started talking to you um, last week about, you know, what got me into the situation, it was a really bad job and I was stuck and I had really low energy, you know, and I was walking around the place and moping about the place and arguing with everybody. Um, and I, I really just changed my mindset in the last couple of years. And the mindset was, right, today I'm tuning into my energy, first of all, but the first person I meet today, whoever that might be, um, whether that's in the home or outside a uh, work or wherever I'm going, and first person I'm going to impact their day. I'm going to I'm going to do whatever it takes to impact their day. And if I'm meeting a hundred people today, I'm going to impact all their days. I'm going to try and make some sort of a difference today, so that when I put my head down the table or down the pillow tonight, not on the table, maybe on the table sometimes. And um, but when I put my head in the pillow tonight, that I know that I caused other people to be happy today, and that's free. You know, you don't. That doesn't cost anybody anything um, and manners and just, you know, respect for other people and being kind. And, you know, um, I, I just think it's the smallest things, but it can make a huge difference. And, uh, you know, um, I, like I, I lived in Sydney a long time ago and um, I uh, there was a homeless guy 
the road and he, was, he had this big long beard and I used to be afraid of him you know I'd walk past him every day and I'd, I'd cross the road because that's what we do right um, but he was scary like he was really intimidating big long coat you know um, unkempt big beard um, but then one day I said well, do you know what I need to go over this now I need to go and just be kind to the man um, and, I, and I brought over food to him and he didn't say anything to me I just left the food there but you know I'd go over every week then once a week and make it a habit to go over and pretty soon he never said anything to me but I liked the guy and he never said anything to me but I knew he appreciated the food and, mm. and he never said anything to me but at the same time you know I got a, a bit of fulfilment of just being kind to someone else without looking for you know a social media hit on it or anything like that it was just mm. between me and him it was between no one else and I think, you know, if everyone in the world was just a little bit more kind to each other every day, just kind to your neighbour, kind to people you meet, what kind of world would we have, you know, if we weren't all wrapped up in our own stuff, you know? I, I couldn't agree more. It does feel pretty great to be kind. So, Ryan, we have um, just a few more moments here, and I really want to touch on some of your um, uh, fulfillment recommendations, if you will. You have a list of 10. I don't think we're going to be able to get to all of them. So can you just pull out some of the highlights, some of the things you can really support people um, in, in doing that, so that they can start to relax into and start enjoying greater fulfillment in their lives? Um, yeah, I have 10. You're absolutely right. Um, and I won't give you all 10. But um, first one I would say to you is forgive others, right? So whatever's happened to you between now and when you were born, just forgive them. Just let it go. And honestly, you, there'll be a weight gone off your shoulders, just even if you can do that. Um, and, and it mightn't take a minute. It might take a day or a week, but just forgive them or set out to forgive them. So whoever slighted you, whoever said anything bad to you ever in your life, forgive them. That's their stuff that's not yours. That's the first thing I'd say. The second thing I'd say is forgive yourself as well. You know, So, you know, forgive others and then forgive yourself. Like, give yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack. You're doing great. You've got to where you've got. You know, you're you're being successful. Um, you know, you know, forgive yourself for all the mistakes you've made. There's nothing you can do about them now. Just get, just get better and learn from them. Um, and then, I'll give you two more. Um, one is, don't forget to laugh. You know, like, you know, the average lifespan of people in the Western world is in the mid-70s, right? So, you know, like mm -hmm. we've another 40, 30, 30, 40 years, whatever it is, your listeners are, or whatever stages they are in life. But if you don't laugh and find enjoyment in life, like what the hell are you here for? <laughs> you know, right. you know, it's, it's such, such a great thing to have, isn't it? To be alive and to be able to get out and to be able to have the freedom to talk to people and, and make friends and, and drink a beer every now and again, whatever it is, you know. And um, and and then the last one I leave you with is, you know, welcome adversities and challenges and throw them a welcome party. You know, if you know that life is going to throw you challenges and not not everything will go perfectly, if you say right, okay, there is going to be adversity here, and um, then welcome it when it comes in because you're going to learn so much from that about yourself, about how others deal with it around you, about how you can help others through it. Um, and if you know life is going to be tough, it's not going to be all a straight road that's tarmac to a lovely, um, you know, it's a lovely asphalt road. It's going to be a bit bumpy. It's going to be a bit more like a trail. Then if you know that, then when, when, when challenges come up or adversity comes up, you're going to get more mentally resilient to deal with that stuff. And then you'll come out stronger out the other side rather than staying stuck um, you know, and wallowing or ruminating about what's happening to you. You know, you're going to be able to deal with it and get over it and move on. Mm, I love that. And, and I think you're absolutely right. I love these points. And, and if people want to know more, get more of your helpful hints and your profound wisdom. Ryan, can you please tell them how to get a copy of your book, Shifting Gears, and how they can connect with you? 
Absolutely. So the book is available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Indie, Bam, Books a Million, and uh, if you go into your local bookstore and ask for it, they'll be able to order it. Also, um, my website is Ryan O'Reilly International, I N T E R N A T I O N A L dot com. Um, Twitter is at Ryan O'Reilly I N T, and the same with Instagram. And I'm more than happy to talk to anyone. If anyone reaches out to me about anything, I'm more than happy to help and and, uh, and offer any any assistance any way I can. Yes, I just love your heart, your generosity, your spirit, your kindness, your humor, your accent. You're in Ireland right now. I think that's so, I'm a quarter Irish. I think that's so cool. Ah, well, excellent, excellent. <laughs> Have you ever been, Tammy? Have you ever been to Ireland? I haven't, but I really want to go. My husband wants to go there so badly. So, yes, I, well, I plan you, on getting to that come and look us up. Yeah, it, yeah, it seems like it would be a really fun place. My brother-in-law was there and he said it was one of his most favorite places in the world. Very good. Well, you'll have to put it on the, the wish list now. I'll have to put it on the, your, seven, your seven things that you need it's to do or your life goal. It's a goal. <laughs> it's a goal that I have for myself. So that's great. Very so, good. Ryan, we just have like another minute. Do you have any final words of wisdom that you'd like to share with our awesome, lovely friends and listeners right now? I think, you know, just uh, just be yourself. Um, you know, my dad used to always say to me, you know, just, just do your best. And, I, and that's all you can do. You know, if you're doing your best and you're looking back, you know, at the end of your life and you're looking at it and you did your best, you know, it's going to be great. You're going to have loads of people around you and um, just do your best. That's the best piece of advice I've ever gotten. It's the best piece of advice I'll ever get, I think. Um, yeah. Just throw yourself into everything and do your best. Yeah. And uh, something that uh, kind of, I think, segues nicely with that is something my brother-in-law once said to me, and it comes back to the story that you had said. If you want to feel good, do good things. Do good. Oh, yeah. Do kind of things, you know, bring some food to the homeless guy, smile at uh, the people at Starbucks or the grocery store. If you want to feel good, do good things, do your best. And I think that's a way of continuing to expand into a life of success, fulfillment and great love. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you again, Ryan. Thank you to Big Lefty listeners for taking some time out of your day to hang up here on Power Radio. Please be in touch with me, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TammyBPhD.com or TammyBPhD at gmail.com. This is about relationship. This is how we heal. This is how we expand. This is how we live a life of great love. So God bless you. On the network. Bye for now.